In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. How are you doing? Here we are at the time I'm recording this. It is Friday, February 9th. So we're in full swing into 2018. How's it going? Are you on track? Are you on pace? Do you have the systems in place that you wanted to? Do you have the activities prioritized and scheduled on your calendar? Are you out and about meeting and greeting, talking to people who can actually send you referrals? I hope so. That's the hallmark of a highly productive, successful loan officer, spending the bulk of your time talking to the people who actually are interested in borrowing money or sending you referrals to those people. So with that in mind, hopefully you're getting value out of these episodes at Mortgage Marketing Radio. If so, I'd love your feedback. And by now, if you've been listening for some time, you know how to share your feedback. You do it. In today's world, what's the currency of trust? Online reviews. That's right. So I'd love your online review. You can share it on the blog here. If you're listening on the blog at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com, you can share it on iTunes. If you're an iTunes listener with your iPhone, you can share it over on Stitcher. If you're listening on your Android phone, leave us a review, leave us a rating, leave us some positive comments. And as a thank you, guess what you get for that? That's right. A nice mortgage marketing radio t-shirt. And these things have been growing like hotcakes. And um, I ordered a new shipment and they are arriving uh, next week. So for those of you that are waiting, be patient. It'll be on its way. And for those of you that want your shirt, well, you know how to do it. Leave me a review and email me info at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. Let me know you left a review, send me your mailing address and your preferred shirt size, preferably larger XL. Most of the people in America today. Not many people that are fitting into the small size, those adults or the medium. So the bulk of my uh, t-shirt options is large and extra large. So that's that. This week, we've got an amazing guest, somebody who I'm honored, who I didn't know was even a listener of the podcast until somebody introduced me to him and said, hey, have you heard of this guy, Jeremy Engel up in uh, 
you know, the, um, how would you say San Luis Obispo area of California, right? Fresno, Visalia, you know, kind of that central Valley, central coast area of California is what they call it. And Jeremy is a guy who it's got a very unique and different approach to business, but, uh, give you some stats. I mean, what did he do in 2016? 400 units, 92 million, 2017, um, 99 million was just a little shy of that magic hundred million dollar mark. And the guy's just a rock star. And so what we do is we just, you know, we've got a hot seat session where I just have, you know, I walk through Jeremy, Jeremy's process for, you know, how he partners and works with realtors. And by the way, Jeremy will point out to you that uh, his approach may not be appropriate for all, but I think there's some really key lessons in here that you'll get from the mindset on, you know, working with agents and, and really what he spends most of his time doing, which is what I said at the beginning is talking to people who want to borrow money or talking to people who can send him referrals of those people who want to borrow money. And by the way, out of those 400 units that uh, Jeremy does, 35 of them are refinances. 35 out of 400. And so you hear Jeremy, of course, talk about his team, right? Uh, whenever I interview a top producer like this, mega producer, I want to break down in the structure of the team. So what you'll hear again is that uh, Jeremy is the rainmaker, does not have junior LOs out there producing units and volume for him. So we're going to get into his process, his team, um, what he does to attract, capture, and convert real estate agents. And the real key takeaway from this one is his cross-selling of listing agents. You'll hear how Jeremy actually gets written in on the MLS to be a cross-qualifying loan officer on many, many different transactions. He's got about four or five agents that are doing this for him, and it's really producing a lot of business for him on a regular basis. So that is one definite takeaway strategy you should apply from this week's episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. So I hope you enjoy it. I appreciate you as a listener, as always. Thanks for being here. And a reminder to stay tuned. Coming soon, an announcement. New and exciting news for any of you that are interested in in growing your business by way of teaching agent classes, which is the number one fastest, most efficient way to attract, capture, and convert real estate agents to referral partners. Stay tuned. More good news coming your way very soon. All right. So let's get into this week's episode with Jeremy Engel. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No, it is my pleasure. You're an extremely busy guy. So who's Jeremy Engel? What's he all about? Tell me about, you know, your your tenure in the mortgage business. You know, for the listeners who want to know, right? I'm looking at your website. It's like, oh, top originator, uh, 2013, 14, 15, you know, for the last 50 years. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah. Well, well, I'm not quite old enough to be around for 50 years, but uh the last couple of years, uh, you know, I've been uh producing really high for probably last eight, eight years, I guess. Uh, the last two years I've done just right at 400 loans, uh, like 402 and 16. And, and this just finishing up 17 was like 407. Mm-hmm. I think I got 92 million in the, in 16 and I'm like 99 something. I almost hit a hundred million, uh, <laughs> This year, you know, I, I used to care way more about that kind of stuff, but uh, 
But yeah, like one more loan would have put me over, I think. so. The magic number. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Well, it's like you set these goals and you're like, seriously, <laughs> you know? And then you start thinking about like the one that you let go in the mm. middle of the year. You're like, oh God, that would have put me over. I should have just done it for free. <laughs> it's <laughs> like know? those missed field goals in the Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> exactly. They're, they're kind of important sometimes, you know? <laughs> so you set a goal. Did you have a goal of those kind of numbers? You know, um, my goal was like to hit 300, um, a few years back. And I accomplished that a few years in a row. And the last few years I was worried the market was going to change. So I, I kind of, my goal was just to like maintain what I had and, and just do a better job. Um, and what's happened is, you know, I, I actually bumped it up about, you know, 20 to 25% for these last two years. But yeah, no, like, you know, I set more, more than like uh, numbers goals. Mm-hmm. I'm setting, how can I, how can I make this experience better for not only the borrower and, or, or the realtor as well? Just because, I mean, most of my business, um, well, I'm like 90 out of 400 loans, I did 35 refis. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of purchase business. So realtors are, are my bread and butter and I'm trying to make it as good as it can be for them. Yeah, it's a good goal. Okay, so yeah, first question I have then is, um, how many realtors make up that, you know, the, that that number of four hundred? Oh God, um, that's a good question. Um, I market to tons of realtors, hundreds of realtors. Um, how do you how do you market to them? Just. Uh, Getting out to the offices, um, whether it be Facebook, um, mm-hmm. I go, um, you know, try to be be active in uh, on their Facebooks, uh, get to know them a little bit. It's hard to be because I work. Uh, my my business is a little bit different than most. Mm-hmm. I'm not just in one little area. You know, I'm covering like four counties, Mm -hmm. so it's about a two to two and a half drive from one end to the other. Mm -hmm. So I got to be in front of them, but not physically, you know, I mean, obviously physically as much as possible, but it's not really, um, well, it's not really possible, actually. I just can't be in 20 places at one time. You need to have the, (laughs) the, uh, perception that you are in front of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I have my CRM. Um, so I'm using that, to, you know, and I'm not using it good. There's definitely could be doing it a lot better. I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm somewhat tech savvy, but I feel like you have to be almost a computer programmer to do those things right and, and do it good. Do you have a person, um, by the way, I'm going to keep interrupting you, but, uh, do you have a person? Who, yeah, no problem. A person who helps <laughs> you with the CRM? No. Okay. And I've been looking for that person, but I, um, yeah. So if anyone's listening, yeah, yeah, right. um, please call me and I'll hire you to help me. I, I use a, a Jungo, yep. um, and, and it's, it's, it'll do everything you want if you know how to do it. Right. <laughs> so. but, but it is very robust. And to your point, you do, there's a learning curve. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been using it. I'm, I'm just in it about a year. Okay. So, um, the other thing I try to do is go to um, one of the counties I work in has um, a pretty good, um, I call it MLS. It's the meeting that all the realtors go to once a week. Right. Um, 
However, like some of the counties I work in, there's like 15 people that show up and 25 uh, loan officers. So obviously I'm not trying to go to those very much because like I'm shaking hands with all the loan officers and I've just wasted all my time. Granted, I, you know, I'm friends with all of them. So it's cool to talk shop, but I'd rather be hanging out with my family at that point, you know, rather than I'm trying to get in front of these realtors. So one County I do go to has probably about 150 to 200 realtors there. So that's amazing. Yeah. So getting in there, um, you know, and in the beginning when I started, it was, you know, overwhelming and, and nerve wracking, but you know, over the years I've really got to know most of them. So, so what do you do? You know, uh, do you have a chance to, you know, speak at any of those meetings? You know, um, normally, I mean, occasionally I do, but I don't feel like that. It's just, it's just going in, talking to them and seeing how, uh, you know, just, just being in front of them. Mm-hmm. You got it, buddy. Shaking hands, kissing babies, right. you know? And then you do that consistently um, over time. They're like, oh yeah, that's Jeremy. Yeah. And and the more that you're not there, you know, the more that it, you got to be in, in front of their, this. exactly, top of mind, right. you know? Right. Okay. So, so, all right. So that's one way you're, I mean, that's a, a good leverage activity because you're getting in front of lots of agents. How do you, how do you then, yeah. well, go, let's go back to the thing of, uh, you know, um, you're reaching people online, agents specifically. Um, I mean, you mentioned Facebook. What I'm curious about is, are you just like friending random realtors on Facebook that you've never done a transaction or is it? No, I I mean, I have done that in the past. Uh, You know, I've tried everything because there's not someone in in my area that really does the volume I do. So I can't just like, go, oh, I'll just do everything they're doing and that'll be easy, you know? Um, So I've kind of had to create the wheel, if you will. and I used to just kind of, oh, wow, they work at Century 21 or, uh, you know, Keller Williams. I should friend them. But then I'd see them out there and, and I wouldn't even realize it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're friends on Facebook. And then I feel stupid, you know. <laughs> well, didn't uh, you learn to fake it after a while and be like, of course we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I Trust me. I'm great at that. But, you know, I, I kind of wanted to. So what I do now is like, um, so a lot of agents have me on there for a cross call. On the you know, contract. Because, purchase contract on, on the actually on the mls so they will um yeah so you have to be approved with me or basically before the seller will accept your offer yep so then you know i'll meet agents that way mm-hmm. and sometimes i'll just talk to them and we click and if they're not just dead set on their lender then you know i'll add them on facebook and try to start that relationship there right, um, so i'm to pause there for you know a lot of times yeah, go ahead. Because that's a that's a great strategy, one I've I used to use as well. It was actually introduced to me by a mega mega agent up in Long Beach, California area, Walter Sanford. Shout out to Wally. Um, nice. And so whenever I bring that up to loan officers, uh, you know, I get a various various responses like either agents will do that, or my agent wouldn't do that, or you know, whatever. So was that a difficult process, or are they doing it because you know you're Jeremy Angle or what? Well, I mean, in the beginning. I was always Jeremy Ingle, but I wasn't Jeremy Ingle, the guy that's doing this many deals, you know, um, what happened, how that all originated was years ago, the banks started, uh, when all the foreclosures were going on, the banks started saying, oh, you got to get this prequal with B of A or whoever it was. Right. And exactly. But it took like four days to get one. And all these, uh, REO agents, their deals were falling apart because they weren't even doing a real prequal. Mm-hmm. So 
I start. I said, well, why don't you have me do them, and then you'll know if the deal's good or not. And then basically took their you know forty percent fallout to to hardly anything, wow. you know. Okay. And then I started working with a flipper who at the time was really new into it. And, uh, he was doing just one or two houses and needed the money to move to the next house. Right. right. So I closed a couple of deals for him and other lenders would fall out and then the, the deal would come to me and I'd fix it. So then he got to the point where after about five of those, where like it sat in escrow for 60 days and these guys just didn't know what the heck to do. And then it took me, you know, back then we didn't have all this trid waiting times and all that. So I was knocking these things out in like nine days, you know? So obviously he's super impressed and getting his money fast. So he just started saying, must be pre-qualified by me. And then after that, for a while there, he was just like, you know, multiple offers on the house. You want the deal? Use my guy, you know? Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little yeah. uh, cutthroat there for a little while. Do you get pushback ever from agents on that um yeah so obviously the ones that are pushing back like obviously i know they have a great relationship with their lender mm -hmm. so i just say and, and i don't ever try to swoop in on the buyer that's just not my style mm -hmm. um you know i mean i do probably even today i probably do 10 cross calls a week wow. i mean back in the day i was doing probably five a day you know when when the flips were huge yeah. so a lot of times like the agent will call me I mean, not a lot of times, uh, occasionally now they'll call me and say, you know, they came to me with this out of town lender. I'd rather them use you. I'd like to get this offer accepted. And obviously I have a good relationship with these agents that are, you know, having me in the MLS anyway. Right. So I, I call them and I go, Hey, just so you know, they said they're going to use me. So, you know, and they're solid. So, wow. so get their helps get their deal accepted. Then I warn that relationship with that agent. And sometimes they just tell me that because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to get their foot in the door and they never call me back after that. So it is what it is. But, um, but other times when I do get pushback, I just drop it, you know, like, Hey, have the lender send me over 1003 DU uh, income and assets. I'll send out the prequel and, and I move on. I'm not trying to yeah. jump down you know there's a lot of good lenders out there so i'm not trying to you know steal anyone's business if you will. right but i do think it's a smart strategy for los that are listening and they're like well how do i grow my business and you know the whole listing agent oh i'm a listing agent not you know buyer's agent that excuse and i always advise them you know with the listing agents they, that they can right get that setup that you just talked about because you're going to get oh absolutely yeah it's a great way to add value to that listing agent number one you'll get well, some wins out of that yeah. And the other thing is, is like, uh, you know, the agents, what they always say, like, Hey man, I uh, haven't, haven't seen you in a while. All I've had is listings and cash buyers. Well, put me on your listings. I guess that would be a, a way to keep pushing when they're, you well, know, when they give you that yeah, BS line, that if you will. Right. And I would say, yeah. so I would say to them, well, do you ever have listing you know, deal fall out because of financing? And most of the yeah. time they say, yeah, right. Yeah, and you're like, wait, I thought you had all cash buyers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, I just caught you. <laughs> yeah, liar. <laughs> all right, so listeners, look at that's an advanced strategy. We're not going to hang out there too long. You need to start asking yeah. listing agents to add me as a cross qual. I can help you save more deals. Besides that, the seller's going to love it. It's a value added service for you, the agent, as long as you do a damn good job. All right, so back to this. You're covering four counties. How many realtors? are you marketing to like database wise, you know, email, et cetera? Um, I'm not really good at it, to be honest with you. Um, I, love it. I mean, my database, and he admits he's not. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you can always be a lot better. I mean, I'm, I'm better than most probably, but I'm sure there's guys that have, uh, that do a lot better job at their marketing, uh, yeah. database. However, their database is not as big as mine, there probably, you, you know, you have a margin of error. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can really do it half fast and, and do okay. still. <laughs> you know, so number of agents roughly that you're marketing to email. Uh, oh, a thousand thousand. Okay. Got it. Thousand. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you send them? Happy birthdays. You know, is it all just really just, great just stuff. templated just content? Junk. Yeah. So it's junk Pretty content. Much, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's nothing yeah. real personal. You're not sending videos and all that. No, that's, uh, that's in my goals. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. And why is it in your goals? Because it's been in my goals for two years and I've accomplished all my other goals, but getting in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the roadblock there? Um, being, um, what's a nice way to say this? <laughs> Comfortable Scared, if you will. Yeah. Like, uh, well, like every time I, I go to do it, I make excuses like, <laughs> oh, well, I need to get my background, uh, looking yeah. better. Um, I didn't comb my hair today. I'm yeah. working from home. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. Like, dude, I've, I've rolled through the excuses for two years, you know, yeah. and all right. Well, here's a better really question. Let's just say, you, <laughs> yeah. let's just say you were ramped up and with video, what would you be sending them? So what I'd like to do, um, one of the things I really, uh, like to do with my CRM is, is send the, uh, milestone updates. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to do a video from me on each one of those milestones. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, do it once good. And then, you know, the girls are just sending it out from me anyway. So and then that way, milestone update. So you could just repurpose exactly. It. Okay. Um, I'd like to do a congratulations. Uh, you got your offer accepted. Here's what we need you to do, and here's what we need you not to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to have that in a video because, you know, we always send them something um, it, via email or an attachment like, "Don't buy a car. Don't do this. Don't do that." Well, you never told me. I'm like, well, it was in an email. But if you got a video of that, yeah, like. I, I'm just trying to protect myself, I guess, if you will, but just save more deals from falling out from stupid and, stuff like that. And would know? that video, I don't know if you've thought it this far, but would that video be like a, you know, a bomb bomb type thing where it's a video email or just a link to a video somewhere on a page? Yeah, I'm thinking probably a link, um, unless I can incorporate bomb bomb into my CRM, which I think it does. I was, I was actually doing some research on it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'll just need you to show me how to do that. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll be what I owe you for sure. Um, <laughs> right. That's awesome. Okay. So for those listening, right, dude, first of all, that was like some really great ideas right there. Uh, I mean, you know, just get after it. Those more and more today, people are expecting video. And to your point, right, if you want to stand out, differentiate yourself, video key. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then do you so you've got this this huge base of realtors. Uh, what I want to better understand is you and I talked about this before is you are not a go deep, right? Keep it narrow and go deep with realtors. You're more of a go wide and stay shallow. Yeah. Like a lot of people will call it the shotgun approach. Uh-huh. And that's your yeah. approach. Now, did you like consciously make a choice to do that cuz you just don't dig realtors that much or did it just evolve? Uh, no. That? No, it just kind of evolved to that. I think because I started working with so many, um, and I think it's kind of a tough time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in some of the counties I'm working in, I'm 39, yep. 
and I have young kids. And I feel like most of the realtors are um, either on the older spectrum or like the millennial super young spectrum. So I don't have a ton in common with them right now, mm. you know? So I feel like, I mean, there's definitely ones that, you know, I'll, I'll go have lunch with and hang out with, but you know, um, and a lot of times they're busy too, you know, with whatever they're doing. So I just, uh, and being in so many areas, it's hard to, to do that, uh, but do you, belly to belly approach? Or you know how some, some coaching it? out there, you know, suggests we categorize agents into like ABC buckets based on mm-hmm. level of referrals. Do you do any of that? Or is it, is it just, you I, know? I don't, yeah. I don't, I mean, I try to treat everyone the same. Yep. Um, believe it or not, like obviously if one calls me on the weekend and they never send me a deal and they need a cross qual, like I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Um, but if one sends me, you know, 50% of their business or a deal here and there and they need something on the weekend, yeah, I'm going to do it for them, you know? But yeah, I mean, obviously there's a handful of them that I, I guess I never have thought about it like a categorize, but yeah, like, I mean, some agents are putting me in their MLS. They're doing that kind of stuff. I'm going to jump high and how high sure. they ever want me to for those people. Sure. Well, how many agents, yeah. uh, I don't know if you said that earlier, but roughly just, you know, ballpark, uh, are you, how many agents are you in the MLS on a cross call? Um, one, two, three, four, probably like four or five. Okay. So not, and, not and, and what's happened with that? Well, I mean, one of them was huge for a while. They were flipping like 400 houses a year. Hmm. And then what happened is everyone wanted to be like that person. So then they started calling me and asking me if I could do it for them too, because they're getting into the flipping business or whatever. So that just kind of spiraled to be bigger as well. And okay. I was like, sure, you know. But your your flipping business, what percentage of, of your business now is that flipping? Oh, um, low. Like, Very low, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at one point it was probably 25 or 35%, maybe okay. more. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was I just want to establish I mean, for a while there, everything was flips, right, you know? Right. Oh yeah. During the crazy times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I, why I ask you that is because I just want to establish for the listeners that, um, you know, who are thinking, Oh, 400 units. Yeah. Like 80% of that is just people flipping, you know, massive quantity. No, absolutely not. Um, I do have a builder now that has like six subdivisions. Mm-hmm. But like last year, I closed like 50 houses for them. Mm. So, so I mean, take 350 and spread it across all the rest of the agents. Okay. I think the most one agent gave me might be like low 20s. You okay. know, the rest of them are, it's all so you've got three, a, a, five. Yeah, you'll get a random assortment. Like you, you probably have a handful of agents where it's like, oh, they flip me a deal every three, six months, whatever. Sure. And then like when I get one from them or, or I like, uh, you know, working with that person, I'm, I'm trying to follow up with them, you know, uh, do you look into their to do the best job I can, you know, I'm starting to do that. Um, mm-hmm. actually since I've been listening to your uh, <laughs> podcast on my drive, yeah. I, I've actually learned a lot to be honest with you. Awesome. Um, yeah, like, uh, I didn't even know about that MTA thing, so uh-huh. I'm figuring figuring that out because you know there's nothing worse than like the agents like oh yeah uh co-market with me i'm gonna send you everything i'm like 
all right. And then you feel like they are, but you're, you don't really know, but well, now I can know. Yeah. That's great. Right. <laughs> now I can be like, you're full of it, dude. <laughs> I'm declined. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I'll send you everything. Uh, everything of what? <laughs> yeah. Everything under uh 200,000. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> um, so speaking of that co-marketing, do you have any co-marketing, you know, joint spend? I do. Um, and mainly just, I hate it, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Like none of it is, I, I do have one um, realtor that I, it's like their CRM grabbing machine. I, I, you know, I think it's called Sync. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, it is called Sync because that's where my 750 goes every month. Um, but, uh, right. <laughs> but I mean, they were giving me everything. And I go to like a meeting with them. It's like a, a person in like five buyer's agents. Yeah. So, you know, it's worth it because I'm getting like two or three deals from a, a month already. Okay. So yeah, they're like, Hey, would you co-sign or co-market with me? I'm like, heck yeah. All day long. You right. know, right. Um, it's the agents that come to you that aren't working like giving you everything and they're like hey do you want to spend a thousand dollars with me and i'm like who are you i mean i obviously i know them they're they're not coming to me but and then i and and i've tried this and and i would say this is my biggest thing with this for everyone's listening out there um it's easier to say no than it is to try to get out of it later yeah 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 if you say no up front like you know, I just can't afford to do that right now. They're like, all right, cool. You know, we'll probably still do some business together. But then if it doesn't work out and you end that relationship, it's a bad feeling. Like I've done it and I get zero from those people now that I, that I ended it from. Right. So, so the fear you were going to ask the fear of the agent going on to the next person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. That is a fear. And you kind of have to evaluate the situation. Like the problem with these is uh, these people think that once they start paying Zillow, they're going to do, you know, 10 more transactions a month or whatever that number may be, but they don't. So you got to look at it. Like, what are they giving you now? And would you pay that for what they're giving you now? And that's how I would evaluate that situation in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, totally. And uh, you may have heard yeah. on, on a past podcast where you know my preference to that is let's not start our relationship off right like like that because you got to have something more valuable to bring to the table, or else if it's always predicated on you know the spend, then when that goes away, uh, like you said, the relationship does. So how about we absolutely? How about we establish some success together first by me demonstrating how great of a job I do for you, and then maybe we can approach that. And that's one of the things that I said to one of the guys, I mean, he's huge. He's like ranked in the United States and I started doing it with him, but then there was like 10 other lenders he's using to do this. And I'm like, well, zero value just happened. Thanks. Here's my $2,000 a month or whatever. And so I got out of it and then, you know, he calls me back and he's like, Oh, I want you back on board. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, that's cool, man. I was with you for two years doing this and it just wasn't working out. Here's the deal. The sky's the limit on what I'll pay. Mm. Show me the money. 
<laughs> Busting out a little Jerry Maguire on him, huh? <laughs> I did. I did. And, and, and that's what I did. I said, dude, I've been showing you the money for two years, yeah. yet the volume's not been there. Yep. So you show me the money. Show me what you can do. You've told me like, oh, just give it a couple more months and I'm just done with that. Mm-hmm. And now I, I reversed the role and, you know, because I'm doing more volume than anyone else. I can pay more than anyone else for this right. stuff. But if it doesn't make sense, I'm not going to do it. And you got to show me before I'm just going to put my wallet up, if you will. Amen to that. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Reverse um, the roll on them because they're just trying to, they're getting sold by the, the Zillow guy, the whoever it may be. And, and they make it sound sweet, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, just get your lender to pay for everything. You know, that's the new whole motto there. Oh, geez. I love it. So, okay. So what I'm trying to figure out here, I'm looking at your Zillow page. You got 131 reviews. Uh, how do you get your Zillow reviews? What's your process for that? Uh, actually, I, um, in one of my, my final milestone, mm-hmm. um, update is actually, I just, Send a couple of them out right now. Hang on, I can actually read it to you. Yeah. Um, well, it, I I don't need to read it to you. Basically, what it says is, uh, "Congratulations, we've funded your loan. Um, it's been awesome working with you. Um, if you have any friends or family that are looking, I mean, this is their happy time, yeah. so you're going to take advantage of this. Right. Um, and if you know any friends or family that are looking to buy, I'd love to help them. Uh, you know, my business is 100% referral. Blah blah blah." If you don't mind taking a few minutes, I'm looking to build my um, my Zillow profile because a lot of shoppers are online these days. Please, uh, please give me a five star review. If it's less than five stars, please contact me directly so I can rectify the the issue during your loan time. And I've yet to get a bad one. Knock on wood. Knock. You oh, know? I thought that was somebody at your door. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, so so wait a minute. So it's an email that goes out with a link to your Zillow page, right? Yep. And what kind of um, you know conversion do you get on those? Oh, I mean, not. You know, I might get like two or three reviews a month. Yeah, out of like you know, 40, not... 40 fundings. Yeah. Yeah, probably thirty-five. Okay. You know, and and so is yeah. it the one shot? You don't ever like you know prod them, follow up again. <sighs> I don't. I don't. I I think, I mean, I could, but there's other things I want to be doing. Um, I don't want to bug them to death on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have 131 reviews in, in my area. I think the closest person behind me is probably like 40. So do you think that helps for you to win deals? No, I, I, don't, I don't think Zillow so. rep, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, organically, I might get like one call off Zillow, um, you know, but they've changed all their stuff where like, it's really hard to find a lender on there. Mm-hmm. Like they want you to fill out their, their application. Um, and then so they can sell it to me. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> They're not just letting you find the guy and call him up and get hooked up. You know, got it. Okay, interesting. They're, they're not stupid, right? You know? Well, they just—did you see that? They just reported what a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah, yeah. I had a little piece of that. <laughs> so, all right. So, in the closing moments we've got here, you know, always when I have a kind of a mega producer doing the units volume, you are. Um, I always like to get a just a quick look at what's your process look like, as uh, you had told me before. You're obviously 
the scale, the size of business you have, you can't meet with your clients face to face really. Um, sure. So what does your process look like? You get a lead and incoming and, and also like your team structure real quick. Okay. So I have, um, one girl who's my, my right hand mm-hmm. who kind of, uh, she basically, all my email goes into, we share an inbox mm-hmm. and then she replies to 90% of it and then puts whatever I need to see in my box. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just helps me throughout the day or else, I mean, before we were doing that, I was spending, you know, my whole day just fighting email. Right. So, so she does that and then she'll help me with uh pre-quals as well. Um, but then I have a girl who I hired, it's been about six months, maybe a year now, um, that she, all she does is pre-quals. Okay. So and, and so real quick that's been a huge relief for me. Oh, I can imagine. So a lead comes in and yeah. she's the first point of contact. Yep. Okay, so she gets on the yeah. phone with them. She does she takes an app like over the phone or does the online app? No, 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 no. I'll back up a little bit. So okay. all my leads uh high percentage of them are online. They go to the website, they fill out the app. Yep. Um I rarely meet with someone mm-hmm. without uh filling out an app, you know, yeah. it, unless they're older. Like sure. if they're young and they don't fill out an app, they don't qualify typically. I mean, it's mean to say that, sure. but they're avoiding it. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I meet with them. I'm like, cool. You have 470. I'm glad I'm sitting in my <laughs> office talking to you about it for an hour. Right. You know? Good ROI. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like you, you, you want to get them, you know, get the ones that are going to work. And, and if not, just jump them into a credit repair and move right. on, you okay. know? And then on the front end, I have um, two LOAs. So the pipeline split, you know, close to 50, 50, mm-hmm. um, those people are the ones that are going to be sending out that first email, um, and then, um, updating with my CRM emails that go out and they're getting everything from the borrowers, um, meeting, not really meeting with the borrower. I mean, meeting with them just to collect documents, but not really going over fine details of the loan. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first part, in the prequal stage, we kind of already established that. Mm-hmm. And then there's two processors behind those two girls. And I have one person that just orders appraisals and VOEs and that kind of stuff. And then sure. a receptionist. Yeah. So there's. And when do you talk to the clients? <laughs> it just depends. Like, you know, if there's a big problem, then I jump in. Or if I'm getting pushback from. Mainly when there's an issue because, you know, the girls that are the the document gatherers, they don't really know how to deal with those problems. Like, yeah, like sure. I can I can mellow something out in you know ten seconds. Or so when a lead comes in, like I have one that just came in right now, and obviously I'm not going to make the call because I'm on this phone call. But between me, my right hand, and my prequal girl, one of us is calling them. So we'll reply back like, oh, I got it. You know, but that way not, we're calling them fast. And, it's and not a system it where, you, where you are talking to every single client? No. there's I, I've done loans for tons of people that I've never talked to. Wow. That is cool. And do you ever, it's funny, whenever I, you know, so I get these questions pop up in my head, like, I've had loan officers say. Yeah, no, I got you. I just thought of something, too, while you're you're asking this one. Yeah, so the realtors are like, well, you know, they're getting the feel that they're not working with me personally and just with me. Yes, and and let me tell you how I fix that. So I did everything as JeremyEngle.com, JeremyEngle.com, JeremyEngle, the loan officer. Everything was like that. And the feedback I was getting 
was exactly you're right mm. well like everything went pretty good but i never even talked to jeremy right so then what i did is i changed it to the ingle mortgage team mm. and then just by changing that name mm-hmm. and setting up uh the expectation in the beginning i don't ever get that feedback i mean granted you're gonna get it like oh, i never even met that guy you know yeah but my love um, goes on time so big deal yeah and i'm in my house and everything's great so all yeah. right, so that's good. Good lesson, right? Set that up from the and like you yeah. said, set expectations during your communication, your onboarding. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, the more the more you can information you can give out, and I don't think like too much. Keep it short. Yep. You know, I don't send novels to people because I personally don't have that personality to like. I'm guilty of reading the first line of the email, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that you asked for five more things at the bottom. You know, <laughs> right? Because I'm going through a lot. Yeah. Well, okay, real quick then, last question. Uh, how do you, I dare I ask you this question, past client database, stay in touch, do annual reviews, anything like that? Oh, God, that's on, that's on my list. It's horrible. Obviously, I only do 35 refis. And um, part of that is uh, because I'm horrible at that past client. And, yeah. and the problem is that we sell loans to you know, many different investors and their client retention is amazing. (laughs) So, um, so that's, that's detrimental to us. Um, that's part of this, like with my videos and all that stuff, that's all part of my plan for this year. One thing I wanted to, that we talked about before that we didn't talk about, um, was my cross selling the agents during the, during the process. So that's one thing, um, that, how do I get the volume I get is because when you have the volume, you're, I, I think I used this term uh, when I told you this, um, it's like making money when you have a lot of money, when you have a lot of deals in process, you have a lot of opportunities, mm-hmm. like getting that other agent on board. And, and I do send milestone uh, updates to the other agent, mm-hmm. you know, um, I let them know if there's conditions on the appraisal. Well, basically, I, I send an introduction letter, email. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's automated. I don't even get on the phone with them unless it's an agent that I've worked with before and you know I want to just catch up with. Right. Um, but then we send out the um, the appraisal being ordered notification. We actually send it to both agents mm-hmm. and let them know who's the contact, what number they're contacting. That just prevents a lot of calls from us, but it also shows that other agent wow these guys are on top of it you know right and then you know the appraisal is received we send two separate one one to the buyer and the and the buyer's agent with the appraisal and the other one goes to the selling agent and it says appraisal met value um here are the conditions or met value as is obviously if it came over we don't tell them but if it came under we do tell (laughs) you know (laughs) sorry guys (laughs) and then they're cc'd on the um the docs and CD and, and the funding as well. So they're, they're, they're definitely updated throughout the whole process, which is making their life easier. And one of the, if I do get on the phone with them, I say, did you see how easy, like you didn't have to check up on this loan. That's what it is doing business with me. Hmm. So if it was that easy for you on a, on a seller's end, imagine how, what we can do for your buyers, you know? And what is that then? Do you try and drive a meeting from that? I don't. Um, it, it just depends, you know. Um, 
they've seen what I can do. My, my name's out there. I mean, yeah, should I probably, but it's just a freaking quantity game, you know? I mean, that's 40 times in a month. So if three of them reply, now I got three other agents sending me business next week. Well, so the last point I want to make is, and I got to let you go uh, because your meter's Mm -hmm. running, but um, I know you and I talked about this the other day, which was, so so you have, uh, you admitted some advantages that you have with scale and the volume. You just talked about some of those, but, but you, you and I talked about how if you weren't doing this kind of volume, 35 units a month, whatever, (laughs) right? You know, you would be, you, let's say you're at the stage where some of our listeners are, where they're like, they're trying to build and grow their business. They, you would be doing the whole kind of high trust interview kind of thing, wanting to get more FaceTime with people, right? Absolutely. I I absolutely would. And I would go to their signings. I would, I would go meet their agents. I would call the listing agent when, uh, when we sent the offer. I mean, I would be in, I I used to do all this stuff. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be in front of everyone and I I wouldn't. And if I'm doing under 10 loans a month, I'm meeting with all my buyers. I don't need an, I don't need a loan officer assistant. I want to be face to face with all the borrowers, talking to all the agents, let it, you know, because I know where every single deal is at every second, if it's under 10, right. you know, when you get to 35, it's, it's impossible to do that. Right. You know, right. absolutely. Cool. Um, well, what's, uh, what's uh, on deck for you for 2018? You mentioned video, you mentioned past database, anything else you want to achieve this year? You know, my goal is always to keep a balance with my family, but I've been doing a really good job of that. And, and, and using the CRM and the video will are things that I think can grow my business without me Mm. giving up that. Yep. Yep. So mastering my CRM for this year and, and adding video in there, um, are, are my two biggest goals for this year. And obviously using that to, to uh, get a better social media presence as well. There you go. I like what you said uh, with the video and all that stuff is, um, um, what did I hear somebody say the other day is, you know, leveraging that technology to be able to produce um, and automate the very best version of yourself. Sure. Yeah, sure. that's cool. If, so if we can if do not scare the camera like me, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get over that. Hey, let me give you the best advice I, I ever know. got, you know, about how you look do on it. camera. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's how you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to listen to this and see how horrible I sound too, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Great job, great job. So um, I'm going to let you go because I know you got money to make. And uh, so if anybody wants to check you out, follow you online, what's the best place? Website, Facebook? What do you want to do? Um, I have a, I don't know. I have a personal Facebook, just Jeremy Ingle, Ingle uh, uh, Mortgage Team at Country Club Mortgage uh, for for Facebook. And then, um, uh, just my website's just my name at jeremyingle.com. Awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough. And, uh, what I'm doing now is I'm, uh, I'm putting this out there. I'm sending all my guests a free mortgage marketing radio t-shirt. What size are you, man? LXL? I'm a large. There you go. Nice. Okay. So right. thank you very much for being here and listeners. Uh, this was obviously a crash course in how to succeed as a loan officer. So, um, Hey, leave us a review if you like this one. iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, that's how you can get a free T-shirt for yourself as well, as I pointed out in the intro. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com.
Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.